Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks. It's hard to believe we're on the 100th podcast and I'm just pretty excited about that. I'm pretty excited that uh, Stephanie Wesco is here with me. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, How Dad. are you? Feeling a little rough. So just we want to just give you all the information right up front. So this week, so Stephanie, her dear daughters, uh, Steffi and her dear daughter, Emmeline, who we call Emmy, and our dear friend Liberty came down to my home to help Debbie and I after I had foot surgery. We were together three days, probably having the best time that anybody could ever have. And uh, we went shopping and you can imagine what a great time that was. The ladies went in and were able to look at ladies clothes and things of that nature and went to a few stores here. And uh, then we went out to lunch, which is weird, but since the pandemic, we really haven't been out to eat as a family, we haven't. And uh, so we went out as a group and we just had a blast. They had a hot fudge Sunday for Emmy. But anyway, to make a long story short, we're driving up Route 85 coming home about a quarter mile from the exit, some knucklehead rear-ended our car, Stephanie's car. I was driving and everybody in the car got some kind of whiplash and hurt and just pray for us. And so if you hear Stephanie say she's not doing that great, her left side's weak, she's got whiplash. And here we are after a day of church and eating and cooking. She just made the best steak salad in history of the world. And uh, Doug and made so, the best steak salad. So anyway, we combined our efforts here at the house with everybody. But please pray for Stephanie. Pray for my wife, Debbie, who has muscle pulls in a couple places around her ribs. Everybody's got at least whiplash. And if you'd pray for us. So here we are. We're at the 100th podcast, Stephanie. Now, what do you, what do you think of when, when I called you and said we were going to do a podcast? What did that make you feel like? The 100th? Yeah. Or any well, any podcast, I tell you, a year ago, this was not on my radar doing podcasts, for sure. Um, I was sort of the person who was more than happy to be at home, like non-existent to the world. And yeah. so this has definitely been a whole new ground for, yeah. to, for me to cover, but it's exciting. I love seeing what God's doing through it. Amen. Amen. And... Uh, so just in fairness to Stephanie, when, when we met and uh, as we started becoming friends and growing in the Lord and God allowing us to counsel together and become good friends, we became better friends than we did counselor consulee. That went pretty quickly and, and um, we become really good friends and Debbie and I consider her uh, the best friend ever. And uh, so uh, it's, it's just hard to believe a hundred podcasts, about 25 minutes apiece. We've got about 2,500 minutes talking on these podcasts. We we hope we've been profitable to you. So happy 100th out there. Yeah, we, we started out at 10 minutes. That's kind of funny. Yeah, honestly. so as in all, <laughs> all preachers and speakers and Christian everything, boy, we're not good at keeping a time frame. So we try for 20 minutes, but we're happy with anything less than 25. But we're real happy that you guys would let us into your earways mm-hmm. and let us into your home. And we're really, uh, like you guys, I think Philippians is moving us. Stephanie and I have talked about this, and uh, we were just looking here at, at chapter 2, verse number 1 and 2. 
If therefore, uh, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, any, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercy, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, be in one accord of one mind. So we read that, and for some reason, we came up with, we came up with fulfill my joy. And, and the Lord's talking about His joy, and the joy that we can have, and the place that we could come to, and and where we're going. So we've been kind of running this back and forth. We always talk about what do we name something? How do we go about something? But I don't think there are more profound words than fulfill ye my joy. As we read through verse one and two, if therefore be any consolation in Christ. And I don't know about you, Stephanie, but where would we be without Christ right now? Mm, hopeless. I was thinking, you know, the other day, so just not to capitalize on this crazy accident. And I know many of you are hurting much worse than we could be, but uh, Stephanie and my dear wife, Debbie, were taken by ambulance to the hospital. And I spent four hours in the emergency room. My son drove me to the emergency room once we had the car towed to a body shop and, and, and people were called and there was a hit and run driver who hit a trailer truck and another car down the road and was caught in a gas station. But everything, as you can imagine, everything's just going on all around us. And as I sat in that emergency room the other day, I was thinking and, uh, about people in that emergency room without Christ. Mm. This lady kept on standing up and she would shout out, I have COVID-19 and I'm not wearing a mask. Where's my, now that freaked me out folks. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm just got, I'm not going to tell you the whole story because uh, <laughs> Stephanie and Debbie have heard it 1600 times already. And most of my friends at least twice. But if you want to get called back to the emergency room after four hours, you can't take it anymore. You're sitting out there and you're back certain and this lady screaming, I got COVID-19 and I'm not wearing a mask. Puke in the trash can. It worked for me. People got out of the way. Everybody moved away from me. People were pointing at me and it moved me quickly back there to see a doctor. But anyway, when you... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what that had to do with the fulfill my joy. If there be any consolation in Christ. Oh, yes. The comfort of Christ. There's about a hundred people in that waiting room. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, there's about a million people from in my area here uh, between Spartanburg, South Carolina, and Anderson, South Carolina. There's 1.1 million people or something. And that was the biggest hospital that they took us to. But I was thinking of that 100 people or whatever it was, another probably 50 people back there being treated. And I knew that I had Christ in my heart. I didn't know what was going on with Debbie. I didn't know what was going on with Stephanie. Uh, but I knew that I had Christ. And it, it, that consoles me. That made me feel better. And, and brethren, those of you out there whose hearts are hurting, wherever you may be in the world right now, whatever you're going through, this consolation in Christ. Mm -hmm. and, and you see this, Stephanie, and, and I mean, we look at these verses, if there be any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. What do you say to somebody? That, that What comes to your mind when you read that and you're knowing that people are hurting? And how do they use that? How do we use... Uh, Verses 1 and 2 of chapter 2 of the book of Philippians. Well, I think there's that special. The, the, if you're in the midst of a hurting situation, the comfort that comes out of those first two verses to me is that Christ is that comfort. He's that consolation. And even in the midst of trials and suffering, you know, the church at Philippi wasn't walking an easy road. And, you know, they were under the Roman rule. They were dealing with persecution 
And even in the midst of that, Paul's calling on them, saying, you can still have one mind in Christ. You can still be experiencing his comfort. Yeah. And because of his comfort, because of his love, because of being in communion with his spirit on a daily basis, you can be like-minded. So he's the comfort giver. Christ. So you would tell. Yeah, yeah. His spirit is. Yeah. So you would say. He is the comforter. What would you say to a lady in your situation or a man who's out there hurting right now? And they say, how do I plug into that comfort? I mean, what do you? Well, I mean, our comfort is found in communing, communing with him on a daily basis and spending time in his word, spending time in prayer, spending time around other believers. And I think that's part of the whole concept of the like-mindedness. Um, and when you're with brothers and sisters in Christ who are unified, who are walking with the Lord, there's a special joy, there's a special love, there's a special um, bond there yeah. that gives you comfort in the midst of suffering. And we have that bond. And, and yeah. so, and it gives you joy even in the midst of pain. Um, but there are those listening, maybe they're plugged into, they're not plugged into the best environment. There yeah. are, you know, and they say, I don't have the, you know, I have the consolation from God's word. I have the consolation. I, I hear what you guys are saying, uh, but they're saying, I don't have that. I don't have that person. I don't have uh, those friends. I don't have people that will drive all day to come be with you and get rear-ended. I, I don't have. <laughs> we got to laugh, folks, if we didn't laugh about it. We'd cry. We'd cry. <laughs> but what do we say to somebody? I mean, what do, you know, here we are. We're 100 podcasts in, and we're trying to give something practical. How do we help somebody plug in this people like us? Well, reach out for help, for starters. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're in pain and you're not willing to reach out to someone and say, I'm in pain, I need help. Yeah. Um, you know, contact us via Facebook. Yeah. You know. And that's have... always great, by the way. It's always great to contact yeah. us. Always be willing to reach out. And um, sometimes that that is a very brave thing to do because you're, you know, putting yourself out there. Yeah. And that is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. And something yeah. you may, every part of you may scream and say, that's not safe. That's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. But we want, we want to help you. You know, we can line you up with people who want to help you and um, who want to show you compassion and love and support and, um, you know, you have to reach out before, you know, if you're by yourself, you have to take that step of bravery to reach out for help. And, you know, I, I, I think Stephanie's right here, folks. It, it, it does take courage. You have to be brave to get help. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're the type of person who's just uh, maybe, were you introverted before I met you? Would you consider yourself oh, yeah. an introvert? Way more. Yeah. So some of you out there are introverted and uh, I think introverted people seem a little more shy, but I think extroverted people don't really reach out either. So I guess mm -hmm. what we're telling you is we want to give you a free reach out. We're not going to tell anybody. We're not going to badmouth anybody. We're not going to do anything that would lead to uh, anything bad. But if you want to reach mm -hmm. out to us, go to Hopeful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and, and just drop us a message. Go to our personal pages. 
But you're looking here, and, and so what are some of the examples, I think? What are some, what would you say about verse 1 and 2 where you're talking about being like-minded? How does, how does all that come together? I think it's powerful um, as I look at these verses. Paul setting the stage here for what's coming um, in the following verses. And that, that word, if, chapter 2 starts with a big if. And if is a big word throughout the Bible. It's a yeah. condition. That's right. And um, but in this, I see it as Paul stating almost some obvious things, or things that should be obvi- obvious in a Christian's life. And it's almost it's almost like he's saying, "There's the if of we have to make the choice for these things to be happening." But then, if we make that choice, they're going to be there. Yeah. And so there's almost an if and since going at once when I read it, of you know. Because we have the consolation of Christ and the comfort of love, the fellowship of the Spirit, and all that Christ is to us. You know, Paul was like this church's father in the faith. Yeah. And he's, you know, Paul, this is inspired. And Paul, on the behalf of the Holy Spirit of God, is saying, Fulfill ye my joy. Yeah. Because you have all these things. Fulfill ye my joy. And that's a neat thing to know that we can bring joy to the heart of God, yeah. that we can bring joy to the Holy Spirit as he sees us fulfilling what God's created us to do. And He's God has created us as his children to be like-minded, to have love, to be of one accord, of one mind, and to work together as a team. And um, as we're going to go through cha- chapter 2, God's going to give us the example of what working together as a team looks like. And it means that we are being who Jesus was. All yeah. we're doing is continuing who Jesus is because he lives in us. Yeah. And um, yeah. it was neat that I was reading about this beforehand. And I read this commentator and he says, A servant thinks in terms of pulling things together, not tearing things apart. A servant asks, is what I'm about to do or say going to make things better or going to make things worse? And obviously Paul's not saying, you know, yeah, sin's okay and abuse is okay. That's not at all what Paul is saying. No. But he is saying, as a child of God, Jesus made himself a servant. And, um, you know, are you a team player? Are you there yeah. to be like-minded? Are you there to show love, to be of one accord of one mind? Are you there to stand above the crowd to make a splash? Are you there for the best interest of those around you, trying to build them up? And you know, folks, I think that's the crux is what she's hitting right there. What's our, how do we go? So we go, what we are just talking about Stephanie with, how do we go? We go get help. We hook up, we plug in, we hook up with that church, those people, those right people, that, that brother and sister in Christ who can make a difference in your life. We, we plug into that. We plug into the, you know, uh, that spirit that God gives. And, and then, and Stephanie was just talking about this idea that we, we, we plug into people who are willing to stand for what's right with God and be like-minded and help us get through. I think that's what you were talking about mm-hmm. there. And I, I think it's so important to understand something here, my friends, is, you know, we're not going to be consoled. We're not going to find consolation in Christ uh, doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to plug in. And I, so I played high school football and baseball. And some of you may have heard these stories. I wasn't great or anything, I, you know, I, uh, or anything like that. I was a better baseball player than I was a football player. 
But our baseball team was automatic, Stephanie. I mean, it was if a, if a ball was hit to a certain place, you knew who was going to field it. You knew where he was going to throw. I was a pitcher or a second baseman. When I was pitching, obviously I was on the mound. I knew to get out of the way who was throwing, where they were throwing. I knew everything that was going to happen. It was automatic. Mm-hmm. We were like-minded. Yep. We went to the state championship for that size school and won. We were the best team in the state of Connecticut that particular year. There was nobody better than us at that size school. Mm-hmm. And people, I've looked back on that and people have said, well, what do you, you know, looking back at that, what do you attribute? One person asked me one time when I was an army recruiter, what do you attribute that to? And I said, all of us had the same plan. Everybody knew what the plan was. Yeah. Everybody knew what to happen when the ball went a certain way. Everybody knew what the signs were when we were told to hit. I knew what to throw for a pitch when the catcher showed me. I knew that if, a, if I got a, a whistle from the uh, dugout and I looked at the coach, uh, he was changing the pitch. He was telling me what to do, and I did it. I didn't question yeah. anybody. That yeah. was what we were supposed to do. Somewhere along the way, we missed that as Christians. Yeah. Somehow, and, and I played on a football team. We were the worst football team ever. I mean, I think in my whole high school, we won a handful of games all those years. And, you know, there were like four of us on the whole team who did what we were coached to do on any given play. There'd be, mm-hmm. you know, 11 people on the field. There'd be, and there'd be four of us that would do the play. Other people weren't studying the book. People didn't care about exactly how many steps you were supposed to take, how you were supposed to throw, how you were supposed to catch. And you say, well, Brother Doug, what does this all have to do with Christianity? Christianity, God gives us a set of rules. Mm. And God gives us these rules and he says, fulfill ye my joy, but you can't fulfill God's joy unless you follow the rules. You can't, you're not given this uh, special dispensation. You know, I'm going to give you joy, but you don't have to study the Bible. I'm going to give you joy, but you don't have to get saved. I'm going to give you, that's just not God. God's about organization. He's about clarity. He's about step to step. He's about, and and you know, folks, on this 100th podcast, if we can get anything at all, if if anything comes out of this, if there's any good, if there's, uh, you know, as we talk about here in the book of Philippians, we're going to get to it soon. If it's real, if it's true, if it's not, what does that verse say? Yeah. Yeah. You talking about verse one? No, the the verse, if there be any virtue, if there be any. Yeah, we have to think on Philippians 4.8, which is coming up. Yeah. But we have to be filling ourselves with who God is. Who's God? Is it real? Friends, let me tell you, you can go to church. You can drive down the road to church. You can know every Christian singer in the whole world. You can know the best preachers in town. You can podcast the best podcasts. You can know the names. You can read the best books. But if you're not plugged into God, what's that doing for you? Nothing. Have you ever been there where you haven't been plugged in? Yep. Me too. It's not a nice place. So here we are, two people who've been Christians a long time. Actually, Stephanie's been saved longer than I have. And um, a few years, I think. And but, I, but I'll tell you this. There were times I wasn't plugged in. And when you're not plugged in, when... You, you know, I have a lamp sitting in here. we got a couple lamps going and... Uh, there's actually kids who are being awesome about 15, 20 feet from us. There's, there's lights all over the house. But you know what? Those lights don't go on unless we plug them in. And so so what would you say to somebody who's listening right now, Stephanie, and, and they're saying, you know, I, 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 am I plugged in? Am I not plugged in? What's the litmus test? Do you have a litmus test for that? Well, I think boils down to 
first of all, you have to make sure you're plugged in to the Spirit of God. Yeah. Knowing that you're a child of God. Yeah. That's the first plug-in test. And that needs to be nailed down. You need to know that you belong to the King. That you are a child of God. And once you're plugged in that way, the next step is plugging into His Word. Plugging into a good local church and reaching out if you need help from trauma. If you need help from PTSD. If that's... If that's a stumbling block, if that's a wall that's keeping you feeling like you're boxed in, then reach out for help. We want to help you. We want to hook you up with someone who can help you. And, you know, as you plug into God, he says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Yeah. And that's a promise he makes that is if you seek him, he will be found of you. And yeah. So he's his word's true. So you have to trust his word. And be willing to take those steps of obedience and, you know, be brave. I, it, he says be strong and have good courage. There's a reason we're told to do that because that's not always our nature. It's not our nature. And, I, you know, and I think a real valid point that was just made, too, is about that whole, you know, we, we've got this whole wall, friends, and uh, it's real. And we could stay on one side of it. We can walk the middle. You know, and when I was in the Army, uh, I can remember in basic training, the drill sergeant says, we don't walk on top of the wall. You know, we're either on the right side mm -hmm. of the wall or we're in the wrong place. Yeah. If you're walking on, to on top, he said, you could fall either way. Mm -hmm. and, and friends, as Christians, uh, you can be in the best church. You can have the best pastor. You can listen to the best music. You can do all the best things, but if you're not plugged in. So let me just tell you this, brethren. We don't want to belabor this too long on this 100th podcast, but plug in. You know, plug into God, find yourself somebody. Uh, I, I always think it's important that you have friends around you that are just like you, trying to study God's word, digging into things, learning, growing, building on those things. And I think that's what this podcast is about, finding consolation. Fulfill ye my joy. Fulfill my joy. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know if you're joyful, right? Do you know if you're joyful? Well, yeah. And I mean, God is a God of reciprocation. You know, you have... Fulfilling God's joy, his joy becomes your strength. Yeah. When you fulfill awesome God's circle. joy, you plug into God's joy. Yep. You know, and, and, I, and I really think, you know, you have jobs. Probably, I know I've given you like 10 examples, and Stephanie's given you 10 examples. But your job, if, if your boss is happy, the people at work are happy. You're happy. Your wife's happy. Your husband's happy. Whatever the case may be. If your boss isn't happy, work isn't going well. Yeah. And I think that's this is kind of what we're talking about. So listen, friends, we're again, we're just thrilled uh, that you would take time to listen to this hundredth podcast. Uh, we got we got a request of you to pray about this. If you're in a situation where you could send a few dollars to Armed Forces Baptist Missions, you can go right on the website and put it in the general sun and put a note uh, for the podcast. You can send a check to AFBM. Uh, we, we are it costs us one hundred fifty dollars a month to do this podcast. And I promised the people at AFBM that I would make an appeal during this week's podcast over the next few days. I know this is the last of this Friday, but boy, if, if you got a few extra bucks and would like to be part of that, we'll send you a tax-free donation and you'll be part of this podcast reaching around the world. I want to just share some quick numbers with you and what's going on. And uh, the first number I want to tell you is we've had 12 people saved through this podcast. And we're hoping if you're out there and you got saved or if you went to a church or if you got saved out of this, that you'd take the time to let us know. 
Mm -hmm. uh, we've been able to help people find churches. We've been able to do things. Actually, Stephanie, I believe is consoling three people from this podcast, uh, two or three people, and I'm consoling two people uh, by the virtues of what's happened with this podcast. We've seen three or four handfuls of people uh, go to their local churches, and uh, we'd just like you to give you a chance to be part of this. So if you got a few bucks and even would like to pay for a month for 150 bucks or just a half a month or a quarter of a month, anything you could do, we're sure God's going to bring in all $1,800 for this next year. But if you could be part of that, send a check to Armed Forces Baptist Missions. You'll find it out there on uh, uh, the internet, and we'd be thrilled to take that. But listen, we more important than the money is we want to help you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, will you do us a favor and contact us. If you need someone to plug into, will you do us a favor and contact us? If we can make some friends for you, if you'd like to talk to us, we want that to happen. Uh, we just think it's an honor to do this. We feel like God's called us to do this and we want to help you. Friends, fulfill ye God's joy. Do that today. Find out what it takes. Uh, commune with God. Pray with him. Maybe you got a, a few minute drive to work. Pray with your eyes open. I One time I shut my eyes while I was praying. It didn't work out well, folks. Luckily, I opened them before the God rails. But take some time to commune with God. He can hear you. He'll listen to you. It makes a difference. That's what the guy was doing that hit us. Maybe the hit and run guy that rear-ended our car praying. was praying. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, I think he was doing the opposite of praying. But listen, we sure do love you folks, and, and uh, we, we certainly consider uh, you to be our friends, our family, and uh, we're going to come back with you. Now, don't miss out on this Philippians study. You don't want to miss this, and uh, we want to go along the way with you. This chapter two is fantastic, and uh, we're going to go through this. Yeah. We're going to talk about joy. We're going to talk about consoling. We're going we're gonna to talk about selling out for God. We're going to take a look at this prison epistle. Here Paul is. Remember the rules here, folks. He's he's handcuffed. He's shackled to another dude. That's all you need to know. Listen, we sure do love you folks. May God bless you. We're praying for you. Say a prayer for us. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.